Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, January 6th. Oh shit, I didn't even think about what the day was. Uh, I guess, happy January 6th. I, maybe they're still voting on speaker. Who knows? Uh, I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, and welcome to the New Year's Grace Aki. <laughs> yeah, Grace, this was a surprise Matt and Grace episode in your feeds. It was supposed to be you and Ashley. Something came up, so I'm here. This is the first time we've spoken since before the holidays. We've texted, but first time we've spoken. Happy New Year. Um, what is your one New Year's resolution that you can share with people. Okay, I'm gonna be such a nerd because I actually was just making a video about this, but it's my Yoda year. It's do or do not, there is no try. However, however, I am flipping the narrative in my brain because I think anytime I set myself up or anybody listening uh, to this to be like, I'm going to do blank. If that thing doesn't happen, you feel like a failure. So this year I'm just kind of being like, try. Just try, like I'm gonna try to make my bed, and then I do. Like just try to nail this self tape, and then I did. I'm gonna try to do this partnership, and then I did. Like it's it's kind of a weird time to be like, you know what? I'm just doing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I I love that. Like I am all about setting New Year's resolutions and then like trying to get them. But if you don't, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm not worried about like I'm not gonna beat myself up over not, you know going to the gym a certain amount of times a week or seeing this many shows or writing this much. I'm just, I'm going to try. That's what I'd like to do, but I'm not going to be super upset if I don't. So I'm with you on that. So, all right. Well, of course, if you want to hear all about our theatrically related New Year's resolutions, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon, because I'm sure we will be talking about them all the time over there. But let's get into the news, Grace. And there was a lot of news that came at us on Thursday and something that I'd gotten a little bit of a heads up about, but still kind of came out of nowhere. On Thursday, it was announced that the Mischief Theater Group, who is, of course, responsible for all of the Goes Wrong plays, of course, the play that goes wrong on Broadway and off-Broadway, they are bringing another show to Broadway this spring. This one is Peter Pan Goes Wrong. They will begin performances on March 17th at the Ethel Barrymore Theater ahead of an April 19th opening. The production is set to run for 16 and a half weeks. Okay, most shows just say 16 or 17 weeks. It's the play that goes wrong, folks. So they're going 16 and a half. It is I a love cool, a bit. <laughs> it's their bit. Like their marketing materials have always been by far the best. Like the Playbill covers upside down. Like when I, the, like they were running when I was the advertising manager for Broadway World and like all of their ads, like I just always had to double check that it wasn't wrong by accident, making sure it was wrong on purpose. It went they, wrong. Yeah. It, yeah, they are really, really brilliant. But of course, this production um, centers on a fictional theatrical group, much like the play that goes wrong does. And they are putting on a production of Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. And of course, as always, it goes horribly wrong. Grace, I I feel like you would enjoy the play that goes wrong oeuvre <laughs> of stuff. Like that would feel like that would be your thing. Like, how, how do you feel about the these cycles of shows that they do i love that they exist i don't know that they are for me but that is not to say that i yeah because like famously whenever i would see a show that was kind of like a show within a show being like oh no um because like noises off of it Mm -hmm. even though i loved this revival actually i really really do so i don't want to say i hate them but i just like the very like on the nose like uh you mean miserable kind of like wink wink nod nod ha 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 um i don't know why it just it cringes me but i do think that they are exciting and i love i love that audiences 
have a good time to go see theater about theater. So I don't want to count myself out, um, but I never got to see the play that goes wrong. So maybe I'll see this oh. one. That'll be exciting. Well, what I love about it is, is that they're comedies and we just don't get legitimate yeah. laugh out loud comedies on Broadway or really in New York theater at all very often. So having something that is just about making people laugh. There's not a ton of depth to it for at least not the play that goes wrong. I didn't think it's just about having fun. Uh, I think it's something that's that's good. I think we need that as part of our theatrical diet and we don't get it very often. So if for nothing else, that is good. So I'm excited about that. We'll have more information about the cast and all of those details in the show notes. <laughs> Moving on to some less fun news. We did get an announcement about an upcoming closing that will be happening on Broadway. The Ohio State Murders will be moving its closing date from the previously announced February 12th to Sunday, January 15th, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, marking the inaugural production of the James Earl Jones Theater to be closing one month ahead of schedule. The show, of course, stars the six-time Tony Award winner, Audra McDonald, as well as Bryce Pinkham and others. Um, really sad about this. Uh, I saw it. I was... I thought it was fine. It, it I, I thought there was a lot weird with it. I, I didn't understand why there was five people in a one person show, but there were and great. But Audra's performance was exemplary and was phenomenal, which you would obviously expect from her. Well, from one show that had to end its Broadway run a little early to a show that is now extending its Broadway run for a second time a little bit more. On Thursday, the Manhattan Theater Club announced a final extension for the Broadway premiere of The Collaboration, starring Paul Bettany, Jeremy Pope, Krista Rodriguez, and Eric Jensen. The show will now play Broadway's Samuel J. Friedman Theater for two additional weeks, playing through Sunday, February 5th. It has to leave then. It cannot run any longer because it needs to load out. And then Summer 1976, the new play by David Auburn, directed by Daniel Sullivan, starring Laura Lenny and Jessica Hecht, needs to get in so it can begin previews on April 4th. So I guess when one door closes, another one opens, you know, good things come to some folks and, and not so good things come to others. Having a closing announcement and an extension in one day, I guess, balances things out a little bit, Grace. Yeah, sad. Sad to see things leave, but sad, uh, happy that, I don't know. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always disappointing when anything closes ahead of time. I, I think it was a, I think we talked about this before. Like, it's just, it, it was weird to be running that show into February. Like, it started late. And I don't know if that had to do maybe with the James Earl Jones Theater which was the court, maybe the renovations weren't ready, but it just felt weird to like have the show open in December and then close in February rather than like normally those things will open in November and then close in January. So I feel like it was kind of setting itself up to to have a rough go. Um, uh, of course, we wish it the best and, and wish that it had gone better, but it seemed like I said, some weird things going on there. Something, Grace, that I think will make you much more happy than a closing notice. Yesterday, we got the full cast announced for the Sweeney Todd Revival happening on Broadway. And it appears, just through my cursory glance, that every single person in the ensemble is a close personal friend of yours. Can you confirm or deny? Be at Fleet Street at least 40 times. Um, I don't know. Like, I, first of all, a little, like, shocked that I knew I knew about some, but not all. And I I am thrilled by this casting. The ensemble is extremely well-rounded, diverse. Um, 
And I just, there's one person on here that, um, you know, there's like a million people in the ensemble, so we don't have time to read them all out. But I want to call out that um, I got to see Hennessy Winkler perform in mm. the Ohio, in the, I was going to say Ohio State musical, um, in Oklahoma, in Chicago uh, last year. Mm-hmm. And he was so stunning. And I was Who just like, um, oh gosh, now I've, I've caught myself. Um, I don't, I don't remember that. Will, maybe? Did he play Is Will that Parker? the character's name? Yeah, Will Parker. Will Parker, who's in love with um, yeah, Ado Annie. Yeah, Ado yes. Um, Will Parker was excellent, excellent. And so um, to see his name like in the casting for this was really exciting for me because I I've been wanting to see him perform again. So yeah, um, yeah it just it just I, I'm really freaking pumped. Yeah, the rest of the ensemble, and I'll just read out the big names again, who are all your friends. Um, let's see, who do we have here? We have um, Raymond J. Lee is in there. Sam Polino is in there. Nathan Salstone is in there. Stephen Tewksbury, who I don't know if you know him, but he's been in uh, Fan of the Opera for a long time. Delaney Westfall from Kinky Boots is in there. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the really tall guy from uh, from Hadestown, Timothy yeah. Hughes. It's is, your boy, Tim Hughes. Yeah, he's in there as well. Uh, Mia Panero, uh, who was in the West Side Story revival, is in the company who as is well. stunning. By the way, listen to her album. Just throwing that out there. Like she's she is one to watch as well. Uh, she was also in that Songs for a New World that was at uh, Paper Mill a couple oh, months ago. Yeah, that was yeah, like so. with with Cobra, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, just really excited to see her work as well. Wonderful. And of course, they are joining Annalie Ashford, Josh Groban, uh, Jordan Fisher, Get Matarazzo, Ruthie Ann Miles and others in that company. Uh, All right, let's move on to some interesting news, but I feel like it fits. Um, I think that I think this was first announced via her Instagram and then it was later confirmed. But it appears that our dear dead drug lord playwright Alexis Shear has mm-hmm. joined the creative team of Bad Cinderella. She is providing additional book material to the book. Um, the original book, when it was just called Cinderella, was written by Academy Award winner Emerald Fennel, who is fantastic. So it's interesting that Emerald is not. providing this additional material but like if you're going to find somebody to kind of write in the vein of of emerald like i feel like alexis sheer would would fit that fairly well it's a really smart fit and i think that there's something interesting about like providing an american sensibility for like a new audience um that i think that this playwright will capture really well uh because a lot of times we we talk about like things that come from london or the uk um just in general that translate a little differently with New York and Broadway sensibilities. Like, I don't, I don't mean to like put a weird point on it, but just to say that like, I'm excited for this playwrights edition. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what this means for the book. Obviously none of us do, but I will say like as much grief as we've given ALW and Cinderella in general, like I feel like in the transfer and I don't know if they did it, maybe it was the same over there. But it feels like they get it a little bit more with bad Cinderella than maybe they did with Cinderella. And I don't know if that makes sense, but like with the marketing that they did with that whole Real Housewives deal, by leaning into the bad Cinderella of it all, like I and the marketing is great. I think the artwork is fantastic. Like, I kind of feel like they get it. The show might still be awful, but it just feels like they're doing some things right. And especially you look at that casting, uh, Kara Lee, Grace McLean, like it just feels like they might not be on to like the thing, but they're on to something. 
Also, I love Jordan Dobson, by the way, that's going to be uh, playing Prince Charming in the show because he is currently, you can currently see him in A Beautiful Noise. He's got a gorgeous solo in act two. Mm. Um, But I was just like, as soon as I saw his name, I was like, hold on, aren't you you across the street? Um, So yeah, I I agree with you though. It'll be, it will be a fascinating thing to see a show. I, I don't think that we've had this in history where there's been a show in London that just everything spiraled the way that it did. And then it coming to Broadway and having this like very different Renaissance. Um, I'm just very interested in it politically. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm fascinated. I do get the vibe that this very much could have Diana vibes. Like it very well could. Yeah. Kind that, of there's that too. Could capture the, the, the very, very particular zeitgeist of theater fans and and could have a life of its own. Again, that wasn't enough to keep Diana on Broadway for more than a couple months, but I feel like it has the possibility to be like that. So we will have to wait and see. From one show making its New York and North American premiere to a show having its world premiere, not in New York, but at the La Jolla Playhouse. Yesterday, we got the cast announcement for the upcoming world premiere version of The Outsiders. It is a new musical adapted from Essie Hinton's iconic novel and then Francis Ford Coppola's film. It features a book by Pulitzer Prize finalist Adam Rapp. Yes, Anthony Rapp's brother. And music and lyrics by Jamestown Revival, which is a band that apparently exists that I'm not aware of, as well as Tony winner, Justin Levine. Um, The company features some folks that I'm not super familiar with other than uh, uh, Sky Lakota Lynch, who was a Dear Evan Hansen alum. Also Brody Grant, Daniel Marconi, Kevin William Paul, Brent Comer, Ryan Vasquez, uh, and others. We will have the complete company in the show notes. The uh, The show will begin pre- preview performances on February 19th at the La Jolla Playhouse ahead of a opening night on March 4th. Grace, how do you feel about The Outsiders? Like, this is something that was big when I was a kid. Like, it was, I'm a little too young for this to have hit, like, like to come out when I would have been into it. But it was one of those things that I feel like we watched in English classes because it was based on a book when I was a kid, if I'm remembering correctly, is is like this something that is in the orbit of someone in the, that very specific millennial age for you? Um, I think it's a little older than me, but I do love this piece um, as far as like literature and turning it into a film. And then also it on stage, like I've been a really big supporter of this whole thing happening. Mm. Um, if you know, you know, like, uh, you know, the the original writer of The Outsiders, Essie Hinton, mm-hmm. um, put it under that name because she wasn't uh, she's a female author and she wasn't going to get this book published if she didn't guise herself or disguise herself yeah. as a male writer, <laughs> uh, because it's, you know, talking about like young boyhood and all these things. Um, but I will say what was funny was a couple of years ago, um, I I don't know how it fell into um, my uh, knowledge somehow of maybe there was an audition that was in my orbit um, oh. for the the outsiders, not, not for me, um, someone oh, else. And, um, and I, I was so excited that, uh, you know, that that was happening. And then a couple of days later, I was at a particular event. Let's call it Captain Schmarvel. And um, there was someone there that had been a part of the Outsiders named, I don't know, Ralph Macchio. And I did talk to him about the fact that there was going to be a musical for the Outsiders. And he was like, okay, that's awesome. 
So, yeah. I mean, Ralph uh, Macchio, musical theater star in yes. his own right. He did the national tour of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying from the Matthew Broderick era. So yeah, an icon. And then, of course, like, you know, he was excited about the the trajectory and future of um, the Karate Kid, which we are also excited for. So all that to say is that I've been following this for a couple of years now. Um, Pre-COVID, I know that there were plans for it out of town, and I'm glad that those things are being revisited. Real quick, here's the cast of the movie version of The Outsiders, Mm -hmm. which was released when I was like, not even like a year and a half old. So I, of course, didn't see it then. But here's the cast. C. Thomas Howell, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Diane Lane, Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise, and Leif Garrett. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. Um, Real quick, last thing. Did you go to Captain Marvel, the premiere Captain Marvel with Wallace Mm -hmm. Shawn? I didn't. Mm. I didn't go with Wally. He was actually busy that night. Um, but stay tuned for who did accompany me because okay. that will that will come to light. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, in the Instagram, I'll, I'll be looking. If you know, out for you it. know. If you know, you know. Um, all right, so that is all the news that we have today. I do want to wrap up with a feel good recommendation: the original stars of The Wiz united for a 48th anniversary pre- uh, performance at Joe's Pub this week. We have per- uh, video from the event that featured of course um andre de shields dd bridgewater ken page and more absolutely fantastic um what a what a delight so we have that video in the show notes if you want to check that out um we know that a revival of the Wiz is coming to broadway and i don't think we know exactly when uh but it is coming and that'll be very exciting of course to celebrate the 50th anniversary at least thereabouts whenever it does make it to the main stem in the semi near future. Do you have any insight on the whiz grace? Anything? Yeah. So I'm actually really excited for this because what they're going to do is, is to me really smart. They're going to take this out of town. They're going to do it in Baltimore, 2023 in the fall. Oh my God, this year. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it really is. Oh my God. Um, before coming to Broadway eventually. So they're kind of doing this like mini tour beforehand. I'm, I'm interested to see what this does. I know we haven't had that on Broadway in some time. So um, yeah, it's, it's a really exciting time for the Wiz. So I'm glad that they got to celebrate their anniversary. Yeah. And Shelly Williams is directing and Amber <sighs> Ruffin is providing additional yeah. material, which, okay, if you're going to do the Wiz, let's do it with them. That seems mm-hmm. about perfect. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Grace, where can people find you and to see all of the official Getty (laughs) images of you with all of your famous friends at different events throughout the years? Matt is referencing, just go to my Instagram or my Twitter at It's Grace Aki to know what he's talking about. Essentially, someone on the internet scrubbed some of my uh, Getty images so that it's just me appearing in them. So I am photoshopping other celebrities that I wish had been with me to these events. Yeah. And the first one was with Wally Shawn and maybe the next one's with Billy Crystal. I don't know who's to say. Maybe who, who me and Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tarr. Like, I don't know. Oh, I need to see Tarr. Like, I feel like that's... We do the, need to see Tarr. I need to see it because, like, it's getting into Academy Awards season and that's going mm-hmm. to be a big one. So I need to see that. I've just been was just listening to um, the Big Picture podcast, which is yeah. one of my favorite podcast talking about the best oh. movies of 2022. So uh, I've got a list. I definitely have a list. So Very cool. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday. <laughs>